meets the valley, valley meets the rain. Rain meets the river, river meets the valley, valley meets the rain. Rain meets the river, river meets the valley, valley meets the rain. Rain meets the river, river meets the valley, valley meets the rain. Live on in the valley. Welcome to the Ankylosing Spondylitis Podcast. My name is Jason Sacco and I'm your host. As a 35-plus year spondy, I'm looking to use this show to bring the spondy community closer. I'll give my lifelong battle with AS to you. That includes triumphs, tragedies, and lessons. So sit back, enjoy, and know you are not alone. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Ankylosing Spondylitis Podcast. It's really great to have you all back for another episode. This is going to be an interesting one. It's going to get a little deep, maybe a little heavy. First, I want to start it off with an email that I received. This person named Sean wrote me and said, Hey, Jason, I know it's late at night. I wanted to let you know I myself have ankylosing spondylitis. Diagnosed last year, May of 2018. I found your podcast in a Facebook thread and have started listening to your show on Spotify. Downloaded every episode and I'm listening to them all now. There are so many things I can relate to that you speak about and I really appreciate the awareness you bring to our disease and it really helps me to keep focused and not feel alone. There's that key thread, not feel alone. Just wanted to say thank you for doing what you do and hopefully we can keep in touch. Much respect from me, a 41-year-old male from Canada with AS. Him and I traded a few more messages afterwards and discussed a little more in depth what he was going through and some of the similarities, even though he was just recently diagnosed, some of the similarities of things that he had encountered that I had encountered. It was really interesting. Great to talk to the person. Anybody that reaches out to me, I hope I've responded back to you. Uh, if I haven't, I really apologize and send me another message because I, I'm not sure how I missed it. And I apologize if I missed any messages from anybody. So back to the episode, I want to start off first with question of the week. When I look at the forums, we see a lot of talk about I have AS and my parents, my spouse, my coworkers, they all just say stay positive. You keep a positive attitude, you're going to overcome it. If you have positive thoughts, they can help you through some rough times. But I came across an article that was pretty interesting written uh, in Healthline by Angie Eba from June of 2019. The article, and there'll be a link in the show notes, was titled, Stay Positive Isn't Good Advice for Chronically Ill People, and Here's Why. Now, let me preface this with a few things. I tend to try and always say, if anybody asks me how I'm doing, oh, I'm doing fine, doing great. You know, those are just the standard go-to responses. Everything's good. We all know that with a chronic illness, we all can suffer from depression. It's just normal because you're constantly in pain, and you look around at coworkers, friends, spouses who aren't dealing with these items and it can just really play with your psyche and, and put you in a depression. So as we look at that, if we have a spouse come to us and say, just stay positive or a parent that says, just stay positive, you know, you'll get through this. We know that they don't understand the pain and the issues of what a chronic illness is like and chronic pain deals with. I want to believe that they're not saying that to be mean or I want to believe that they're saying that to really be helpful to you, really to try and bring your spirits up. But I don't know if that works for all of us. I know for myself, it took me a long time to come to grips with the pain that I deal with. After my last hip replacement on my left side, it was the third hip replacement. 
the doctor had damaged the nerves in my leg, and I now have a drop foot on my left leg and no feeling from the knee down. I went through all the emotions. I used to like to hike. I was quasi-active. I liked to walk around. All the things that we take for granted, and now I walk with a cane, and for two years I was on crutches. So I went through all the emotions of grief about I couldn't do what I wanted to do and everybody would just say stay positive and I really tried hard not to be you know snarky attack back lash out at anybody I wasn't always successful there's many times I had to apologize for what I had said or done in my actions that were 99% of the time driven by pain let's face it we're all in pain and it affects our emotions so I'd also know that it affected my work. There was many, many things that I know I was passed over for because of my quote-unquote attitude. And it wasn't that I was unwilling to do things. It was just generally that I was in pain. My doctor had tried to talk me into going on disability years ago, and I fought him and held off and held off. And it really was a, a detriment to myself. I should have gone out earlier. I see people on post says, my mom asked me how I'm doing. I tell her I'm in pain and she says, just be happy you're alive or put on a happy face or whatever the heck they say. And this article, she talks about how that really invalidates the feelings that we as chronic pain sufferers have or may invalidate your feelings. She wrote in this, and this is one thing that touched on me, when I'm on day three of a flare-up, when I can't do anything but cry and rock because the meds can't touch the pain, when the noise of the clock at the next room feels excruciating and the cat's fur against my skin hurts, I find myself at a loss. That was very familiar to me. And when you're in those levels of pain, no amount of positive thinking, no anything is going to help with that until that flare subsides. You know, I, I wish that more people that don't have AS would listen to the show to kind of understand what goes on with our bodies. And I would encourage you, if you're listening to this and you have ankylosing spondylitis, share this episodes, share all these episodes with anybody that is parents, your spouse, significant other, whoever, so that they can understand or maybe better understand what you're going through. So as we look at that and try to stay positive, you know, if somebody in the AS community, the ankylosing spondylitis community came up to me and said, you know, keep your chin up, keep going, keep fighting. That doesn't really tend to bother me because I know they're going through what I'm going through. And I appreciate that. That's actually maybe them checking in on me and making sure I'm okay. Sometimes though, when it's somebody that doesn't have ankylosing spondylitis and they're all kind of peppy and just say, well, just if you're, if you think more positive, everything will be more positive. That's sometimes where you want to really just go off on them. And I've found I've had to really watch my tongue and pull back and not lash out at people. So overall, with this question of the week and, and just keeping a positive attitude, really what we need to be allowed as somebody with ankylosing spondylitis, as somebody that's in chronic pain, we need to be allowed to be ourselves, to be authentic, to present to the world that there's some days we're in pain. There's other days we're in less pain. We can only do what we can do. We need to be understood, not coddled, not babied, not looked down upon, just understood. That's all that I ask for with people in my life is that they just understand that there's days when they may come over to my house and it's not the cleanest, you know, because I don't feel good and cleaning takes a lot of energy, a lot of time. And it's just me. Overall, yes, we can have positive attitudes on the good days. On the bad days, 
We just need to realize that we got to fight through them. We're all here together. No need to bicker with anybody online. That's a waste of energy. And just do the best you can do. Please don't hesitate to reach out to anybody that's you know in your support network. Even reach out to myself if you just need to bounce a message off of somebody to vent. We're all in this together, and we're all trying to help each other through this journey of ankylosing spondylitis. For this main part of the show, I wanted to talk about something that I see quite often, and I don't know if there's a proper way to discuss it, but it's really about grieving for what we were before AS, before ankylosing spondylitis, if we can remember that, and what a chronic illness like ankylosing spondylitis does. After my last hip replacement, I was very angry and in denial. As I've indicated before, I've been dealing with ankylosing spondylitis for a long time. When we have the loss of who we were, we start to grieve for that and we can become angry. And my losses came over a number of years due to the age that I was diagnosed. I was 14 and really my only dream when I was a kid had been to join the military. That's all I wanted to do. I didn't think about college. I didn't think about anything. I wanted to join the military and see the world. By the time I was 18, my ankylosing spondylitis was so bad I was not eligible to join the military. I I could barely walk straight half the time. So I went to college, drifted around a little bit, found a job, thought I liked it, and finished out my career doing it, but it wasn't what I wanted to do, so it was just what I ended up doing. Then in my 30s, when I started to become a father, my ankylosing spondylitis was bad at that point, and I was not getting any treatment for it. This was before biologics existed, and I really was just taking ibuprofen, and this led to a miserable marriage for me, for my ex-wife, and most importantly, for my kids. It was just not a good situation all the way around, and to this day, it affects the relationship with my kids, and it took its toll on all of us. By the time I got to my 40s, I was starting to seek treatment from a rheumatologist again, uh, looking to see what ways to, to mitigate the pain and get this under control if possible, or at least slow it down some, and in my early 40s, I had two more hip replacements on my left side. And that was the point that I lost the use of my lower left leg. This meant my ability to walk without the use of a aid, you know, like my cane was gone. Ability to just move and do what I wanted to do. I had to deliberately think my steps so that I didn't fall. Each one of these and many smaller episodes were all losses. You know, I had to come to grips with each of those losses in their own way. It's been four decades of my body slowly quitting on me. Each of these losses, you know, to me represented a time that my chronic illness, you know, ankylosing spondylitis, told me it was the boss and there was no cure, there was no getting better, and I had to come to grips with how to become the boss of it again. My old self was gone, and I know I had to come to grips with the new man that I was. I also had to come to grips with what I was and was not capable of doing as a man. All of those played in my psyche and worked against me many times. It would destroy not only the physical person that I was, but it also destroyed my mental state many times. And each time I would have to reevaluate what I now felt my worth was to my kids, to my job, to any potential women in my life, and finally to myself. And it wasn't till much later on that I realized that that was not the proper order to have those in to become a healthy person again. But as we deal with loss, 
there's five stages of loss. We all go through these and we deal with them in different ways because ankylosing spondylitis takes things from us. It takes who we were, it robs us of them. And so with loss, there's five stages. There's denial, there's anger, there's bargaining, there's depression, and then finally there's acceptance. It took me a long time to move through stages one and two of each one of those, and I didn't go through them easily. They lasted the longest for me. I fought the most in those, which created lots of difficult situations in relationships and work. I know it affected a lot of my stuff at work and cost me ability to move up and move around in my company, and it's just what it was. It finally took lots of counseling for me to realize that I had to accept and move through each one of those steps, that I had to do it in a less destructive way than I had been doing it, and to come to grips with things. For you out there, you may be in step one, step two, step three, step four, step five. Everybody's different. As we fight each of these battles with ankylosing spondylitis, we're going to move through each one of them differently. As the author of this article mentions, she sat there looking at her closet full of shoes and, and purses and stuff. And in her mind, she could see each spot she had wore some of these items and what they had meant to her and how she was no longer going to be able to wear these due to her chronic illness. And I'm sure all of us go through those in different form or fashion, and it really can affect who we are and what we are if we let it. I think if we can get through those five stages in a healthy way and get to the acceptance, that's where we get back control of ankylosing spondylitis and we're in charge. It's not. I can't tell you how to go through those stages. I can't tell you what's the right amount of time to spend in each stage. We're all different. What we can do, though, is support each other. If you're having a rough day, say you're having a rough day. Build a support system. Contact them. Have them check in on you. Check in on them. It goes both ways as we all deal with these things that AS throws at us, that ankylosing spondylitis throws at us. We don't know when we're going to lose something, when we're going to lose some ability that we, we always just did, whether it be, hey, I used to just love to go out and mow the grass, and now I can't walk and do that. I used to love to do this or that. And we don't know when we or if we may lose those. But once we do, it can really affect our mindset. So I really hope everybody will try to build as best a support system as they can, be there for others with ankylosing spondylitis. And if people are being there for you, I hope you're there for them when they need it. In closing, I know I want to keep these episodes kind of short so that you can listen to them easily. Remember that as you go through, whether you're wearing work boots or high heels if you're a woman, replace those with comfortable shoes, a cane, a walker, whatever it takes to make you the new person that you are to be happy and healthy and excel at what you can do, whatever that may be. If you're a mother, excel at being the best mother you can. Know that you have limitations. Show your kids that you have those limitations, and they'll grow up understanding, working with you on those limitations, and helping you. Same if you're a father, be the best father you can. Take it from me, they grow up so fast, and there's only a certain amount of time that you get to spend with them when they're little, and as they grow older, and as a father, try not to lose any of that because it's, it's just something you can never get back. I hope everybody has a great day. I really appreciate everything that you guys do. So again, thank you and have a great day.